Welcome to the Locals Only Lounge. I'm your host, Andrew Dyer. Uh, joining me is producer John Cross. John, good to see you again. Thanks. Thanks for having me back, Andrew. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm the one in control here, after all. <laughs> you know, so, I'm just happy I nailed the uh, the music to the Loyal Locals podcast last episode. <laughs> yeah, there was music this week, which was great. You know, I see we have a, a guest that has just popped in here, our uh, director of communications. Bring in Mr. Jason Radcliffe. Oh, did he get a Did he get a microphone yet, Jason? What's up, boys? Oh, he did not. How are you doing? No, I'm, <laughs> I'm good. How are you? <laughs> we're doing well. Good. Like we're you. just we're just uh, uh, spitballing uh, lounge topics, and um, yeah. Uh, so uh, you did not come up as a topic, so I wasn't prepared. Myself, that's good. That's good. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't prepared to, to discuss. <laughs> well, you can uh, if I need to leave, so you can talk about me. Let me know. <laughs> so yeah, I, I, I had a good time. I had a good time at the watch party. I don't know about you guys. Oh yeah, it was uh, good right up until uh, we lost the match. I, I would say. Well, it was bad before that when it started off, but we didn't see. So here's my question. If a goal is scored and it's not shown at the watch party, does it count? Oh, you know, I forgot this all a, about this. Is this is that. a full a tree fall in the woods situation? You I know, only saw one goal. You know, I thought we were we were tied up there zero zero till the end because I only saw one goal. You know, this is this falls on uh, the the Loyal's broadcast partner, uh, <clears throat> Fox Five San Diego. Who I don't know what their programming policies are. Uh, we all so uh, to set the stage, you know, we're all watching the end of this uh, Boston uh, Celtics. Boston, who is it? The Red Sox game. That's awesome. It was baseball. Uh, so we're waiting for the end of the baseball game. Uh, mercifully, uh, the game ends. Uh, you know, just after the loyal match kicks off, um, and so. You know, we sit through a round of commercials and everybody, we're all just thinking like, okay, the baseball game's over. It's going to kick over to the loyal match because, you know, even on the guide, the, the TV guide thing on the screen, like you can see, USL soccer was on the schedule at uh, whatever to 7 p.m., right? Uh, and to everyone's horror, uh, Fox 5 decided to broadcast baseball night in America after a Boston game. Uh, to its San Diego audience, and uh, yeah, it was didn't go over well at the at the watch party. I, I don't know what the demographics are of people watching Boston Celtic baseball uh, in San Diego, um, but I feel like it's those twelve people were happy somewhere, yeah, around the county. Yes, they're yes. like, oh, good, like we got in the recap. From I forget that guy's name, the baseball guy on Fox, but I don't know them and the whatever steroid user uh, post game studio. I mean, talking about baseball in May is already weird to me. I mean, I know that a yeah. lot of people are baseball fans, and and that's fine. I like baseball in September. Like that's when I start like caring about baseball is at the end of the season, just because. I mean, the season's too long. There's too yeah. many games. I can't. Yeah. Two yeah. one game in May, yeah. Red Sox versus Diamondbacks. Like, yeah, let's move on with our lives and show. Can't us do it. 
Can't do it. Nope. I Cannot do it. Breaking this one down. <laughs> but yeah, so eventually... Uh, so that goal didn't the, count because it was in the first five minutes and we didn't see it. So Somebody, uh, the hero of the night, uh, and we never got to uh, thank this person. Somebody finally just uh, plugged in the laptop to the broadcast yeah. system they have there and uh, streamed the game from ESPN Plus, which, you know... Maybe, maybe we should have got to do what you got to do. So yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, that's yeah, that's unfortunate. To you know, this is not going to happen with that MLS team. I'm thinking that <laughs> I'm thinking that they're not going to pull this kind of crap with MLS. They probably won't because God, they don't. Play I cannot on TV. wait to be just like all the righteous indignation from all of the slights that we're going to get. I'm just like looking for. <laughs> I would like to be mad at stuff, and so like feel like I'm just going to have more. And more opportunities. There's a lot feel, of things to be mad about. If feel you, if you slighted look, you and put upon and, and disrespected. Like, well, the nice thing is that they won't be playing on DirecTV because you and a hundred other people have to subscribe to Apple Plus or Apple, not Apple Plus, and Apple the MLS TV, package. The MLS package, which yeah, they gave away for free, and now is not a sustainable and then they realized no one else wanted it except for you know by 2025 i mean is this going to still be a thing in 2025 i don't even know how long that deals for this whole thing is on the other side of the election so we don't know that america's going to be here (laughs) i'm just gonna i'm just gonna (laughs) i think it's support support lyle well again this is is not going anywhere right this is this is the um this is the climate change argument that i i feel i need to break down to people we're not worried about what we're doing to the planet the planet is going to be fine we are all going to die that's the problem right so same thing here yes the american continent will be here most likely in some form beyond 2024 we'll see about the country itself <laughs> so john i have to i have to yeah. i have to ask you john because um you teased some uh you teased something during you wanted the to bring on, something up there was something and then you said no no i will bring uh, it up in the lounge and now i'm putting you on the spot and uh let me just say this better be good well and i'm going to embarrass myself and maybe you know call this a pre-senior moment that I have completely forgotten <laughs> what it was. You know, in the context, I wasn't sure either. So, like, I don't have a good spot to be like, no, no, no. You were. I, I know. I I'm trying to go back to say, I don't have a good context for you there. I, I do know that I was afraid it was just going to run us like another ten minutes that we didn't need you. We we were wrapping up the show. It just didn't seem to be. So you you had something that you knew would spin me off for ten minutes, and you, you held it back. And now you and now he knows he, he's still now he's thought about it for a half hour and has thought you know what maybe I'll conveniently forget that and save myself that ten minutes, uh, just entirely. So what was so what was the rundown before I came on? What are we? So I what do well, you want to hit on today? We are John and I are in completely parallel tracks because. I want to talk about uh, relegation in the Premier League, and John had something else. But we're we're going to do the promotion relegation, right? Because relegation on the upper end since Premier League finished, but also some of the promotion stuff. Yeah, that's the fun uh, stuff with right? the lower leagues. So yeah, this is what you get uh, in in uh, European football, um, especially in the English uh, Premier League Championship, mm-hmm. League One. You. The excitement of one game for one team. I guess three teams technically, but 
you have this incredible yeah. dynamic where, yeah, they don't have a playoff, but the teams at the top and at the bottom of the second and third divisions are uh, literally fighting for survival, either staying in their current uh, division or being promoted to the next league, which leads to some very interesting uh, experiences for the fans. Um, I think the big one that uh, I think a lot, we all know people who support this, this team in England uh, called Everton, who is just for a, whatever reason, like we know you chose, there was a board to look at. <laughs> there was 20 teams and people chose everything. So I was told, do you think it's Landon Donovan thing? It's, uh, yeah, I think it's Landon. Landon playing for Everton. Tim Howard as well. Howard a little bit later, yeah. This yeah. was back when there was only one or two Americans playing in Europe, and you just follow those. Now there's like hundreds, yeah. it feels like, and they're getting... We're going to talk about them too, because yeah. they're all going to be on the move now that one of these teams being relegated. But uh, with Everton, you know, they literally came down to the wire uh, on the last match day of the season and i think their match was even the last one to finish uh barely surviving uh and staying in the premier league uh funny enough uh a similar thing happened last year but it was i think the second to last week of the season and so now uh their fans have uh the same experience to look forward to next year because they're (laughs) still gonna be terrible exactly (laughs) i was thinking that so i forget what the name is you guys might be able to help me out there's something that they call it when uh, Arsenal beats Tottenham, I think. Is that what it is? Like St. Titterington's Day or something like that? It's the day – or it's the day that, like, one team yeah, they call stuff finishes I mean, another thing. England but we need so to come up with one for what decision day is for Everton, celebrating staying up yet again because it's becoming a yearly tradition. I don't know if you all, follow – Hey, look at that. We get to charge out on the field again and – Hope to finish seventeenth again next year. The, the Premier League USA account on Twitter, and I think uh, local member Tom Blake shared this. It was very funny. Uh, videos of all of the, uh, not all of them, but of Everton fans in the U.S. celebrating the win <laughs> as if they just won the Super Bowl, but all they won was the right to get their fucking nuts kicked in again next year. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. Yeah. I do wonder about that. I mean, you know, I obviously you want your team to be in the Premier League, and I wonder if it's different, how that would be different for the Toffee fans here in San Diego watching. You know, would they still get together and watch, you know, a championship side that's fighting for promotion? Can you watch every weekend? I mean, I think it's on you... ESPN Plus, I assume. I just assume everything's okay. on ESPN Plus if it's not the Premier League. So I know or Premier League is like on Peacock, or it's sometimes it's on, on yeah. over the air, um, but. Yeah, yeah, championship. Uh, I'm pretty sure championships on ESPN Plus. Maybe not. Yeah, but then then they got the next. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. My team is in no. My team is in. You know, no. We're fighting for Champions League spots, which we didn't get. But um, you know, I have no idea what it's like to be a poverty franchise uh, fighting. You know, it's year. it's it's so crazy about Everton was that I still um, cheer for a pool from a team from Merseyside, but it's just a completely different experience. Is you know all I'm saying with with Everton like. The thing about the prospect of relegation was that 
um championship that might not have been their final stop like they could have kept going uh down there's no guarantee that they would even uh, avoid being rele- further relegated uh right. given the financial Start sinking. With their club yeah uh which, which is, is wild and and makes you understand why those the guys here in America don't want to open that, <laughs> open up that trap door they don't want to uh play that particular brand of roulette Right, right. Um, also being uh, relegated was uh, the recent uh, Premier League champion, uh, Leicester City. This is one where uh, – I, so I don't follow this stuff uh, super close, uh, not this club anyway. But um, was it 2016, 2017 that 16, they won? 15, 16, I think. I think the championship was in the year of 16, May 16. You know, this is a team that – was not a Premier League staple. They win promotion, and um, in I don't know what the time frame was, but they managed to climb atop the heap and and win uh, the Premier League. Which, when you win the Premier League, you know you're in one of these top four finishers. That leads to Champions League, which uh, it just it's, it's like a revenue windfall for for a club like that because you get money for for playing in these uh, European continental competitions. So, um, yeah, uh, too bad for for Leicester. Um, I don't know if we're ever going to see them up in the Premier League again. Did we lose Jason? I, I think we might have lost Jason there for a moment. Um, yeah, it's hard for me to jump in this conversation Um I guess I just had a note from Jason. He'll he'll be back in just a second. He had to dip out for a moment. Because uh, I, I don't, I mean, like you said about baseball, this is where I jump in and start watching the games. I watch the promotion and relegation battles as it gets mm-hmm. really interesting. Because I don't, I don't have a team I follow. I mean, my team is the loyal. So I don't follow a team in England or in Spain or in Mexico or anywhere else this this is the one team but I do enjoy you know when it when it really gets down to mean something so I was you know besides the relegation battles that we had or you know the decision day there on Sunday I watched what was it the the league one promotion with uh, Sheffield Wednesday instead of Sheffield United's going up to Premier League, but Sheffield Wednesday was in League One playing in the final at Wembley. And they won it on a 123rd minute winner. They were just getting ready to go to penalty kicks. Oh, wow. It was a glorious diving header drilled into the goal. It was it was quite quite the sight. And of course, it was uh you know, the fans and you know half the stadium is there for Sheffield and um, Barnsley, I think, was the other team. Um, or there, it was interesting seeing the post game stuff because half the stadium is still full and half the stadium is completely empty for the fans who left and the fans who were staying through all the ceremony. But then you had mentioned Luton Town, and uh, you know, we've got American goalkeeper there at Luton Town and uh, going up to the Premier League. Be yeah, this, uh, to see I was, if he, if he I stays was reading about or... this club because I don't know anything about Luton Town. Um, but uh, it's, it's really funny. This uh, stadium that they play in 
is very small and uh you have to uh there's like some to get into one of the stands you have to like go through like these converted row houses and uh people that live on the street have to move their cars on match days so that fans can stand in line uh it's called kenilworth road um Luton has played there since 1905, and uh, it's just an incredible kind of uh, experience to imagine, um, you know, uh, you know, Erling Holland and you know, City and and the big the big clubs um, <laughs> coming through and playing at Little Luton Town Stadium. Uh, just <laughs> uh, really, really. Uh, uh, interesting facet of of English football. Yeah, you earn, you earn it, you get it. I guess they're going to force them to make some sort of improvements, um, which seems probably good. And I'm sure the team is not that upset about it because they'll be getting far more money. And actually, be able, I mean, that's the point of getting to the Premier League too, right? Is that you get all a piece of that pie, and they're like, oh, you need twelve million dollars in improvements it's like well we get we made a hundred million by coming up so yeah we know that we need improvements on our stadium that's 120 years old and now we can because we're in the premier league but the camera angles there are going to be some usl level shit aren't they well i'm I'm reading this story in, in usa today um uh and it says that uh the premier league will uh, insist on about eight figures worth of upgrades uh, broad cra- broadcasting infrastructure, uh, floodlights, bigger press box, media conference room. Uh, they'll have about three months to get all of that done. And uh, I, 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 the club for winning promotion does get uh, some money from the league. So it's not like they're, you know, digging into their own, you know, right. poverty club pockets. But uh, yeah, it's just a, a fun uh, wrinkle in the way. Um, I was wondering if, work. if Premier League has like a pot of that for like just in case this happens, <laughs> like you know everybody everybody puts it you know th- their people can can afford it right New- between Newcastle and Manchester City they can uh, put in a couple extra million of just in case a small club comes up and they want specific heated seats for all their players and whatnot like it <laughs> seems like they would have like a. Uh, just in case Luton Town gets promoted, we've got a, a little pot of money sitting around for them to. I mean, yeah, those press boxes. What do you think yeah. of press box built in nineteen? You know, I mean, I'm sure there have been upgrades. They keep saying nineteen oh five, but like, not a lot. If you see where the stadium is, it's basically yeah. surrounded on all four yeah. sides by housing. Like, you're not going out at all. They haven't gone up at all. It doesn't look like. So that press box, I assume. I don't know if you guys have been. Oh, did to, you go outside, like, Jason? Because or... I know you were earlier. You were somewhere else, but now it looks like you're outside. Did is no, that why no, you had outside. to take a break? You moved your. Uh, I've been outside. Your laptop and it's camera outside because there's trees on one side and monifer on the other side. Well, before you That's were somewhere Scott else. Window. Okay. Oh, nice. So, um, Scott other Lewis. other interesting uh, 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 wrinkles in the end of the Premier League season are some of our favorite U.S. men's national team players might also be on the move. Um, Chelsea, which is a uh, another soccer team in England. Um, oh, hold on, I need to scroll. I'm looking at the table, and I, I'm I'm got to scroll down. 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 I've got to scroll my down. mouse keep, wheel keep down. Keep going. Second hold half. On. 
<laughs> okay, there they are. I knew you, Chelsea you was get, here somewhere. Under, who, who's in 11th? They're under someone. That's, uh, uh, they finished they're behind. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, Chelsea finished behind teams such as uh, Tottenham, uh, Ashton Villa, Brentford, Fulham, and Crystal Palace. Yeah. So uh, pretty uh, ignoble company there um, to finish behind. Um, and uh, our uh, the Le- LeBron James of soccer that actually plays for Chelsea, mm-hmm. American uh, Christian Pulisic, is rumored to be on the move. And I think the latest I heard was, and this is not the first it's been out there, but uh, Italian side Juventus is apparently interested in Pulisic. Um, I think uh, a fellow U.S. men's national team player, uh, Weston McKinney, He's going uh, back, right? That was a long played at Juve for a while, uh, and they still own his contract. Is that it? I thought he was on loan at Juve. He was, he was on loan. Yeah, he was on loan he, at Leeds, right? Right. No, wait. Yeah, I thought he was on loan at Juventus. I don't believe so. He was on loan at Leeds. Contract. Yeah. Okay. Because they were talking about him. Going, I could be wrong about that, but I saw someone yeah. post well, on, on the train. Soccer journalists yeah. who fact check stuff before talking about it. So <laughs> on the on the tra- <laughs> he was on the train. Which there you go. Think about that on the train from England back to Italy. So think about that. You infrastructure uh, sickos. Well, yeah. Well, there's yeah. one train that takes you from England to to Italy, whole other country, across a whole other continent. Just get on the train and I mean, go that's there. like a half continent, man. Come on, Europe ain't big. <laughs> that's like a half a continent. So, uh, speaking of U.S. men's national team uh, stuff, uh, Leeds United, the uh, the, uh, the darlings, the American darlings. Yeah, this was the uh, the big uh, Ted Lasso experiment in England. Uh, Ted Lasso in real life, <laughs> you know, uh, had showed signs of life. I think they uh, looked decent uh, midway through the season, but uh, I think losing Tyler Adams. Um, and I don't know if they had other, like I said, I didn't follow the club, but uh, things took a turn. And that was to all the way, pa- even past Chelsea, even worse than Chelsea. And so, now they are uh, being relegated. Once again, Leeds has only been in the Premier League for, I think, two seasons since uh, winning promotion a couple of years ago. And now they're back down to the championship. So uh, what becomes of these U.S. men's national team players uh, on Leeds, Tyler Adams, um, uh, what's Aronson, uh, McKinney, who who we think is on his way on that train back to Italy. Yeah. Uh, I saw a story in ESPN that uh, Adams is rumored to be on the radar of Manchester United, which needs all the help they can get because <laughs> woof, they why oh, they finished third. No, they, That's they, fine. They, yeah, they they made it in the Champions League this year. They're back. They need an American like that. Yeah, this is where I wish I knew more about European soccer because, like yourself, I don't. I think, what did Jerry say? I don't support any other team besides Loyal. But I still had a great time watching in the Bundesliga. That's where I am. I wish I was at a point where I could be like, you know, Tyler Adams would really look great at Eintracht, Fra- Frankfurt Eintracht or whatever. You know, like, I have no idea. Like, no idea. So, I yeah, I hope that they land somewhere in No, the German league is. Leagues. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know there's people who like German – German teams and German league, but uh, how how fun is your league when the same team wins the championship every single year? Sorry, Dortmund fans. Speaking yeah, of decision day. <laughs> what Another... a shit the bed that was. 
another uh you know another uh u.s men's national team guy uh gio reyna had a pretty good season i think uh for them this year uh it wasn't enough to get him uh playing time in the world cup but i think we found out some other things <laughs> some other circumstances you need, send, you need to send mama reyna over there and get him <laughs> off the bench on decision day oh my goodness but uh <laughs> uh yeah so uh, yeah, that leads uh, the Ted Lasso experiment appears to be over. Um, I don't know how many of our players are going to stay there, but um, better things on the horizon, I think. I think especially for, for Christian, getting him the hell out of Chelsea, where he had success, but uh, gosh, I don't know. The coach forgot he was on the bench or something, started overlooking him. Yeah. There may have been some uh, injury stuff going on, uh, but yeah. Uh, yeah, hopefully... I'm really bummed about the Leeds thing because it was just fun to have like a team to watch three Americans playing together on, right? Which wasn't for long because uh, McKinney got there and then and then uh, Adams got hurt pretty quickly. But um, but yeah, it was kind of like that that yeah Ted Lasso experience, uh, and then Marsh was gone halfway through. So by the time McKenzie got there, Marsh was already out. But you know, it was kind of cool of like, oh yeah, that's the American team, and I thought that was going on. An Aronson guy, I guess he came up through uh, Phillies um, Academy, so I'll always be an Aronson guy. Was that the Philadelphia Phillies? And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, remember like when the Boston Phillies Celtics, they play against the, the Celtics in the, uh, the MLB, Phillies right? And Padres were in the Boston. NLCS last year. Wow, that was a long time ago. <laughs> oh um, yeah, I forgot only forty all about wins, it. only forty combined wins ago. Ago though, so I guess maybe not that long ago. Oh, uh, does, do, do, do they suck this year too? Yeah, yeah, they, they all. Yeah. Oh yeah. The Phillies are worse than the Padres right now. If that's oh yeah, well, that's they're, they're like Chelsea right now actually. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna finish mid table in the NL East, um, but yeah, but yeah, it was cool to kind of have that. Like, oh yeah, I'll tune in to see what Leeds is doing. <coughs> and now, uh, don't have that. I would like something in my contract, though, that like these guys have that if they get relegated, they get bounced. You know, they can move wherever they want, basically, or whatever it is. It's like, okay, if we as a collective suck, I'm out. <laughs> They like put that in my put that in my contract. That's a that's a that's a nice little parachute to have. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, you know, it would be great if we had uh, something like that in the United States, but uh, too bad uh, the U.S. Soccer Federation uh, says no. You can't mm-hmm. have it. Yep. Uh, go go cheer for the fucking earthquakes, you piece <laughs> of shit fans. <laughs> yeah. Or if they said, hey, the top league is only going to be twenty, and then the rest of those cities can pour money into their other teams and also be better instead of expanding to 60 teams in the top league. <laughs> and well, the thing we'll, about, and then, and then Jason, we'll I don't know if you know this, but the thing about business, and you may not be a businessman, so I might be educating you a little bit here, but the thing about business is that in order for your business to grow and be profitable, you have to constantly be bringing in more people into your business so you bring in the people into your business they give you money and then you pay out to everybody else in your business then (laughs) you bring in another person into your business they pay you and you take that money and you pay the last person that came in this is a very 
tried and true business and true. strategy. Very smart business people uh, have been doing this for uh, many, many years with uh, a lot of a lot of success. This is yeah. my mom was a pampered chef consultant. I know <laughs> business I know, school one hundred and one. Uh, is that this will this is definitely something that will work forever in perpetuity. It will. It will with no uh, one getting hurt or going to prison. No, nobody's ever gone to prison for uh, running a business in this manner, and it's a proven, effective, uh, you know, part of the the landscape. So, yeah, I understand, uh, you know, non business types not not, not quite that. getting it. Yeah, we were talking about this. I remember this coming up like ten years ago with them, and they're like, you know, this isn't sustainable. And I was like, yeah, none of that. That's definitely not sustainable. And that's because they were getting like. 12 million dollars from fc cincinnati to do this uh 500 million dollars feels a lot more sustainable if uh, that's that's gonna be every every well, you know, two years it, they're gonna be funny. adding that in just like, wild like, we're, we're we're you know and i'm kind of catching myself here because we're sitting here blasting mls for this uh ridiculous business model but the league we just spent 20 minutes uh praising up and down uh, literal nation states own teams yeah. in that league, right? Right, and um, can just launder as much money as they want through those teams uh, with ad ad buys from the state-owned airline, uh, yeah. buying ads on the state-owned uh, soccer team. Uh, one of them that I actually uh, cheer for, uh, but have no real connection to. So, take that for what it is. Um, but yeah, uh, so this is a dirty uh, business, no matter... A uh, dirty, <laughs> dirty business. Remember being yeah. a kid and thinking like, gee, sports are swell. <laughs> like, gosh. I mean, golly, I didn't grow up in the 19... 19- I mean, I didn't grow up. I didn't grow up next guy. to Dennis the Menace, and uh, it wasn't the 1950s, so I don't think I ever it thought feels like it was swell. It but feels like, like it now. <laughs> in the 80s, everything was rad. Everything was. I things don't know, were rad. I was too young. Sometimes they were bitching. That was the late eighties. Sometimes I mean things have always been cool, um, right? But uh, swell, no, yeah, never swell. I remember speaking to things we used to think about. Mark McGuire having my dad like fawning over Mark McGuire's forearms. He like read some sports authority, sports illustrated articles. Like he's got seventeen inch forearms or biceps or whatever, and, and, and like being. And then now that I'm an adult and looking back and I'm just like, dad, how did you not, how did no one, what? Like you when I was a kid, was just in there doing curls. When I was a kid, Mark was... McGuire was the skinny one next to Jose Canseco uh, in <laughs> Oakland. That's how right, I remember right. him. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, well, it's just in there. You know, got to work out hard, son. Okay. <laughs> okay. You too can, uh, can achieve, achieve your dreams. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, um, yeah, I don't know uh, as far as uh, I want to switch gears a little bit back to the uh, the the loyal because uh, we're at kind of this part of the season where I I guess we're almost midway through, um, if not at the midway point. um, Third, I think third, right? Somebody said we're about the third. A yeah, third we're coming of up to way. match like day 13. In. Yeah, so we're 12 Third. in. There's 36-ish, 34-ish. Yeah, this is a long season, too. Man, man I, was, I was like baseball. Like I thought we were almost there. <laughs> no. 
We're a month away from being halfway. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm yeah. gonna save my my uh, midseason grade okay, for good, halfway. Good. Because they have season grade, take it down a third or a sixth, whatever that would be. Well, you grade. know, they've got a few games to impress me. Uh, I I am really hanging all of my hopes on this homestand against Sacramento and San Antonio. Um, I would love nothing more than to have uh, three points from each of those games to bring me back to the, uh, I won't say joyous. It was always miserable, but the less miserable place I, uh, that is my kind of constant. So um, yeah, I would like to get to a slightly less negative place in my uh, enjoyment in, in, of this club. I don't know. Has anybody looked up? Um, the, San Antonio doesn't have a buy before coming out here, do they? Because that would be – I assume they don't. But it's kind of nice that they've got to make that shitty trip to San Diego with no direct flights on a Wednesday. That's kind of nice. And we get to oh, that's a Wednesday game? Yeah, we go Friday, Wednesday. Okay. So, you know, so that gives well, us a little extra time there on a Wednesday game. If they're playing Saturday – home and then coming out here or wherever they are, I assume it's home and then here. Um, that's that's kind of nice. That feels right. I'm not going to check, but that feels that feels yeah. right. So, I mean, there's that little bit of the second time we play San Antonio, we will have just played them. It's at home. They're on a short week and they're flying here on a Wednesday. So it's lining up good. It's lining up good. You just have to put the ball into the net at some point. Uh, welcome, Many Nick Duffy. To the to the chat, you are uh, always welcome on the uh, lounge. Uh, no, we are not. Inter- uh, there is no intervention. Um, I'm not being talked off of anything. I think John was right, though. We we talked about it as it was happening. It was all there. It was just those passes were hitting defenders that were in the way of yeah, something really fuck? brilliant what happening. What are they doing? Why what do they think they're doing? There? They kept using their feet and heads and uh, and chests in such a way that they kept us from beautiful through balls and chances. But if they could stop that, that'd be great. <laughs> so, but yeah, it's it's you know, it was there to be had, and there's just a little lacking in that final. The final pass was lacking, as the people say. Not not just the final pass. That was just fun. There, there were some all over the field there, and and again, I like I said in the Loyal Locals podcast earlier that I, I do think we're just we're just not quite clicking, and and when we do, I think we saw kind of a difference when we played Phoenix early in the season away at Phoenix, and you know it was a slog through the first part of the game, and then. Phoenix also changed what they were doing a little bit, which helped us out. But then all of a sudden, you know, we were connecting and clicking on passes. And when, when we do click and connect, we we're a strong team. We can move the ball quickly up and down the field. Um, We just still haven't been a strong goal scoring threat. No one has really, I'll say no one stepped up, but um, I don't think someone like Domus has been provided the service that he also would best take advantage of. You know, it's it's a yeah. combination of both things. But we, as yeah, a team, mis- we just we haven't been dangerous. The misuse of Domus to me is like the story of the season in a way because 
Uh, here's a guy uh, who's got a, an elevated profile, I think, in USL after uh, leading OC to the championship. Um, added to a loyal roster that preseason was already looking uh, stacked, right? Bringing in Joe Corona, um, Devin Conway being elevated to starter and looking really good in those uh, preseason matches. Uh, and, you know, um, just adding that icing on the on the cake, uh, the attack cake, if you will. Um, gosh, I... I, I you know, we one of those goals in Phoenix was uh, a Dom Adamus uh, effort goal, mm -hmm. but um, I think that his you know his skill set is such that you have to find him in space and you have to let him chase the ball. And uh, if we are not a and and the loyal have never been a, a long ball attacking team or pushing these through balls uh, into a lot of space, that's not exactly what they want to do. Um, uh, counterattacking would be great, uh, but on counters, you know, it's uh, if only one, if only one guy is running, I don't know how you counterattack. Um, yeah, and and he's not getting the ball when he does anyway. So I imagine he must be uh, pretty frustrated. But uh, yeah, I, I don't. If is it going to change? I, I don't. It's 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 almost June. Uh, it hasn't changed yet, so I don't know that it will. I have no confidence yeah. that it will. I, I, Maybe we'll just see more games where he doesn't come on until the 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 last, you know, third of the game. Yeah, with the system that they have, that kind of Amon kind of thrived in last year with when he played alongside Vassell, and Vassell could hold up and let Amon start a run, right, and then find him because there's no, you know. There's no gravity, and I use that term with Vassell a lot. Is that just his gravity of pulling either center forward or a center back up with him um, out of that space on a lobbed ball to him that is up in the air, and everybody just you just feel them, everyone moving towards him, and you know, and then the attackers coming toward that see that and can play off of it, and it's just not happening. It feels a lot like that uh, San Antonio um, playoff game where there's around the outside, around the outside, trying to find something in, you know, maybe Perez accidentally kicks it into the goal from 30, 40 yards out um, while he's trying to cross. Um, like it's, it's not working right now. <laughs> and it's gotta be hard to change up top all the time like that. Right. Like Vassell came in for one year. And Amon was here. I, maybe he was here the year. No, he was only here for one year as well, right? Mm -hmm. Right. We traded for him, and he started. And that was great. We have and a new then, striker and then every you just year. We have a new striker it clean, every year. and you every just year. and Conway is now. You know what role was he going to be in? He's been in a different role because I thought he'd be in the Damas role, but then Damas came in and pushed him out wide, which is I don't think Conway's best area. Um, any three balls that Damas does get pull him away from goal. Like none of them are towards goal. They like just send him into the space outside to then be a creator, which he's not, you know, not, not his best attribute. So no, he, he long season he loses, though. He loses the ball out there. Uh, although he did have, I think he did have a, a, an assist. Uh, he has had a couple assists this season and, and, and one fairly recently. Um, but yeah, that's not, you didn't bring him to San Diego to to be a facilitator to right. to, to, to assist. You brought right. him here to score goals. 
Yep. And uh, at this point in the season, I would have thought he had, he would have had three times as many goals as he has right now uh, before the season started. Yeah, just not clicking. We were talking, I don't know. I was standing with you, John, and I think I probably said to you, I was like, every game just looks like the first game they've all played together. It, there's just like a cohesion thing that, that it's, again, you can see it there. You can see either some individual talent, you can see someone make a good run, you can see that they're thinking it, but it's just like, oh, that guy was a little faster than I thought. Like, well, you've been playing with him for this long. You should know, you know, where that ball should go. You should not be hitting it behind. A lot of that, too. Things just hit just barely behind somebody, so they have to slow down and it gets caught in their feet. And then now there's three defenders behind them instead of they might have been through with the right ball. So, you know, second division American soccer, those things are going to happen. <laughs> And uh, if they could all do it all perfectly, they wouldn't be here. So, you know what? I'm ready for it to start happening to someone else. I'm ready for <laughs> San Antonio and Sacramento to start having chemistry issues and uh, yeah. Yeah. missing those connections because uh, now would be a great time for that to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect three weeks, I think. Not even three weeks. It's only, what do we have, three in 10 days, three in 11 game days, something like that? So you go Saturday, Friday, Wednesday, right? All right, it's John. Quick, quick nine points. Three, three yeah. matches in however many days Jason just said, right? Uh, San Antonio, Sacramento, San Antonio. At the end of these three matches, how many nine points? points? <laughs> nine right, points. Jason. That's what John's here for. That's what John's here for. Jason, at the end of these three matches, how many points? Yeah, I'm going to go with John. Nine points. Because <laughs> if I was going to be I, realistic, I, I'd be I, on Bum's be. Breakdown. Right. Right. Like It's There's, always going to be. Do it. It's going to be it. three there. points it's every right game. There. It's right okay, there. I'm going to break from my it's tradition. Right and what? I'm going to say four points. My prediction is four points over the next three games. Did we just so. play Oakland? Well, we never beat Oakland. But we beat Sacramento the last time they were here, right? So we're on a winning streak against them of one. Is that right? Uh, we, well, we beat San Antonio last time so we played them. That's what I meant. Sorry. Beat them Weren't 3-0. They, the, they were like the last game of the Was that our last game of the year? No, that was no, in August. But it was near the end. Oh, okay. Who, who am I thinking of? Another Texas team? You're thinking of the Sacramento game from 2021. <laughs> what was the game we were on the field for last year and then the one before that? Didn't we have a two-game winning streak going into the playoffs? That was all Toro, uh, Toros, right? RGB, Texas, no? Last game of the year last year? I don't even remember. I wasn't there. Oh. We were on the field. It was a whole thing. It was fun. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm there more for the atmosphere. A third of the way through the year. And uh, plenty of time to get it clicking. And it doesn't matter. I mean, it does matter. We want to win every game and everything. But, like, we're going to be there and loud every game no matter what. We'll make the playoffs. It's what you do in the playoffs, right? Like, that's the point of playoffs is look at the eight-seed Miami Heat right now, right? Like, look at Oakland last year. It doesn't matter what it does. It's American sports. The regular season's meaningless. John, are you going to the watch party this weekend? Yes. Which one? Um, I haven't decided. Only because it's for 
some of you who know I am a teacher and this is our last regular week and then finals next week. Depending how my grades situation are going, I may have are to you stay failing? home and are you watch. Failing? You haven't, you haven't, you haven't, <laughs> I'm not failing. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I, I wish I could say everybody now. was passing. <laughs> Some friends will be uh, seeing you again next year. Um, there might be. <laughs> We're trying to avoid that, but we'll see. Jason, are but you no, I, I. I'm sorry, but uh, you were, would you go? To, uh, where would you go if you went? You think you'd stay up north, try out Northern I, Pine, if, until you come down? If I was going I, this weekend, I think I'd try Northern Pine because I haven't been there yet. I'm in North yeah. County, and I haven't been there, and I'd like to go check it out and support a place that uh, has you know, decide to partner with us and I haven't been out there yet. So uh, if I was going, that's where I'd probably go. Uh, I should probably check this. Um, kids all-star softball tournament schedule came out and let's see what we have this week. Are you Looks going like to the uh, watch party or you're, you've got softball? 240 to 340 in OB. So if I make one, and they said we might have a six o'clock game, so I don't know what that might have a six o'clock game situation is. Um, but yeah, so I'll be an OB and probably try to get out to fair play. Well, yeah, are you going to go to Cabarrus? Because the real party is at Cabarrus, like uh, <laughs> like always. Uh, I, in fact, only uh, asked each of you where you're going so that so I that could, could... Uh, then pump up Kiburos, the uh, where the watch party, the real watch party heads uh, gather. Yeah. Um, I actually might make it because that's early enough. I might make it home and then down. It looks like I wouldn't fair play. Wouldn't actually be like on my way anywhere. So I'm going exactly. to go down. Yeah. And, and, and we haven't been to Kiburo or I haven't been to Kiburo this season. I think uh, yeah. the other away matches I either uh, traveled to, um, Yep. Or um, I went to the the clubs uh, parties, uh, so uh, I am looking forward to hitting Cabrillo's for the first time this uh, this season. Uh, I think I saw twenty percent off food and drinks at Cabrillo's for yes. dark chain. Yeah, um, which is phenomenal. Um, I don't know uh, if they've added anything to their menu before. It's very eclectic. Uh, it's not like a regular San Diego taco shop. It's right. uh, kind of an eclectic uh, way that they make. I mean, you're still going to get a fat burrito, but um, they put some. They've got one with like bacon in it. They have some different ingredients. You can get it covered with chili. I think it's a little bit differently done. I think you can get one. Yeah, they do some mayo. They you get fry. I think they fry one. They do have the bacon wrapped one, or you can make it make any burrito bacon wrap. Maybe. Um, I don't know. I would never. I mean, you, you look at me and you don't believe me, but I'm telling you, I would never. <laughs> yeah, they, they have some interesting options there that are definitely beyond your regular taco shop. So I would go, I would probably go something wild just because it's a little off. Like if you're going to go off the beaten path to me, you might as well just go full bore. So, and in the past and, and parties, guess, we've had the whole place to ourselves, yeah. um, which is either a good thing or a. A bad thing for the restaurant, but um, <laughs> yeah, it's not a well, judgment call on them. The, everything there, uh, I've, I've enjoyed it, and and it's a great place to watch a match. And they have that sushi place inside there too, I think. And I we got some some sort of noodles from there, 
that weren't actually sushi. So they, the sushi and the sushi isn't just sushi. Sushi might also be ramen or something like that. Uh, Jerry is the Kaburo's whisperer in the chat um, talking about the sushi. But not a sushi burrito. Like they have a sushi place inside the Mexican place. Is this like one of those ghost kitchens where like uh, if you go on an app, you know, you've heard of these ghost kitchens, right? You know what I'm talking about? No, like, talk to me about that. So yeah. um, if you go on an, on food delivery apps, uh, like you might find, I'm just going to make one up, like a smash burger, right? For delivery in your in your neighborhood, and you're like, well, we don't have a smash burger, ah, but what they it's called a ghost kitchen, and so like some other chain restaurant in your neighborhood is making stuff on the smash burger menu for delivery apps, and this is the ghost kitchen uh, thing where like the kitchen will also uh, cook stuff. Items from uh, other chain restaurants, menus, and 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 uh, offered up for you know delivery from these all these different apps. One of these weird uh, phenomenon in the service exploit exploitation Explo- economy that we uh, we're I all think, living with. I think this is more one of those combination Taco Bell KFC uh, subway. Oh man, or banger! Those, like those, that banger. situation is. You know, I've listened to that song probably once a year. Okay, KFC Taco Bell. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. that's an all timer. Uh, it's great for annoying the kids in the car once your kids become teenagers. Uh, it's a it's a real winner uh, if their friends are in the car. Uh, it's a great one to throw on. Um, are you picking? The, you're in the you're in the pickup line. You want to embarrass them? Just crank, crank it up. Uh, crank it up. It's always it's always uh, a good one. <laughs> Locals out of Jewish story. All right. Um, well, I guess I'm, I'm going to uh, toss it up to uh, John. John, do you have any uh, burning issues or uh, anything you need to get off your chest uh, while we are still on the air this week? I, I have I have one thing. I don't know if you guys saw this in the Discord. One of our loyal extra locals up in Portland, Ben Stern, had put this out as a book recommendation and maybe as a locals book club thing that we do to read this book, Pirates, Punks, and Politics, about St. Pauli FC. Um, And I mentioned some in the Discord. I thought this was a great idea. And I have actually already ordered the book, so... I'd encourage anybody who wants to read along with us to go ahead and see if you can get yourself a copy and we'll see if we can, I don't know, maybe do a, a loose kind of book club. We'll start with, with this book first. Um, Cause I think there's some interesting parallels with St. Pauli that could apply to us as well. And if you don't know anything about St. Pauli in Germany, you might want to just, do maybe a quick Wikipedia search and then Not the maybe beer. if that the is, team. yeah. <laughs> if that is of interest to you, you might want to check out getting the book as well. So my copy should be coming here uh, in about a week. You know, it's not a, I'm not probably not a title you can just go pick up at your local Barnes and Noble. No, and even um, Amazon, let me just tell you, John, because I went on to the Amazon machine and typed it in. And get this, uh, if I want a paperback copy, uh, because I don't want to read it on my Kindle, uh, estimated delivery June 14th to June 30th, 
Um, it's uh, eleven thirty nine to buy it. Now my delivery options: I can either have it uh, the second half of June for a ten dollar shipping fee. Wow! Or I could have it between June fifth and June eighth for fifty dollars. Oh, <laughs> do that! It's supposed to be a good That's book. An awesome website. You picked a you picked a good book. <laughs> Uh, don't buy this shit from Amazon, y'all. <laughs> I'd like to also note that Jerry Abara in the chat had mentioned that there's also some good documentaries on YouTube you can see for yeah, that's yes. to no find reading. Out some things about St. Pauli. <laughs> yeah, if it's not an audio book or a podcast, it better be a YouTube video. <laughs> so for any of you readers out there and are willing to get the book and maybe wait a little for it to come in, so maybe we can talk about towards the end of the summer but this gives no, i do want to join the book club and we could even do the book club as a as a lounge that might be fun yeah i think that would be for people who've read it and want to come on and and yeah do that would be a lot of maybe fun. shoot yeah, towards the end of the summer for that okay okay fine i'll read a book if we're going to do that all right <laughs> that, that that was my burning thing all right jason uh what what you got uh any final thoughts uh, not let everybody know where they can find you. Yeah, we got um, we did uh, Nick and I did a little interview type thing, you know that uh, you guys mentioned on the uh, on the previous podcast, and think that that went well to kind of get our vision out. And some people, you know, you know even the person interviewing us was kind of like, "Oh, okay." Um, so you know, we want to get our story out, and people are coming and calling about our story. So I have another one lined up for tomorrow i'll be looking for um urban pitch um that'll be out at some point and um you know if you have a publication who would like to hear our story let us listen know. to the we'd podcast love, love to tell you love to tell you i thought Martin, watch, um, watch john's documentary yeah i was gonna say speaking of documentaries if you're on youtube looking for good documentaries watch saint Pauli and then watch the the forever uh, forever loyal. You're yeah, real heads. Real heads. Oh, look at that right ago. there. She they they embedded it, a link to it, it in the American TIFO article. That's cool. Yeah. So, um, and then yeah, for those of you who want to be part of maybe a follow up to that, because we we want to be again telling people who we are and have an updated, um, <laughs> an updated version of who we are and what's going on. Um, talk to John and I. Because we'll be putting that together over the summer. We're again, we're teachers, so we've got June and July here to really get, get some stuff right. done. How are your grades? Uh, are you are you are you failing too? Um, I am a special education teacher, and everybody's gonna get through this year. Um, and I'm very proud of I'm very proud of. Oh, I, I don't work with a lot of students. Um, my caseload's small, so I can stay home with my kids a couple days a week. Um, so the kids that I do work with, I'm very proud of what they've gotten done this year. It's it's really cool to see, and especially in high school, that when given the chance to go off the rails or stay on them, um, they really all all chose to stay on the rails this year and, and not get out, which hadn't been necessarily the uh, the the behaviors in previous years. So it's cool to see kids mature and uh, and and take themselves seriously and their future seriously. So. Yeah, not to get too deep, but it was actually a really good year this year. Had a couple graduate early, um, so re really proud of what they did. And I'm out early. I'm out Friday. So 
This is it for me. All right. I'm ready well, good to, to hear you. Yep. All right. And all right. Well, uh, thank you everybody who joined us in the chat. If you're joining us uh, through your podcast feed, uh, thank you so much. Um, go ahead and listen to the next show in your feed because that is the uh, the main show with all of the information you need for the upcoming match days. So, all right. I'm Andrew Dyer. Uh, find me on Twitter at Andrew P. Dyer, and we'll be back next week.